Let's go. Dermot and Dave. <laughs> Big challenge for our next guest. His name is Niall Breslin. You may know him as Brezzy. And he's about to embark on an incredible journey for an equally incredible cause. Good morning, Niall. Morning. How are you, Dave? <laughs> I'm good because I'm sitting in the comfort of a <laughs> studio here and I'm not about to jump into a tiny kayak and row my way down. Or what I don't know, do you say row? Are you even allowed to use? Am I using the correct terminology here, Niall? But row your way down the Shannon over the next week or so. That'll tell you how much experience I have in kayaking. I don't even know if it's rowing or paddling. So <laughs> I, I'm sure there's kayakers listening to this getting really angry that we haven't got the right terminology. But uh, I, we call it slogging. We're going to slog it down. Well, that's yeah. the thing. Because look, I, I, if anyone's been following you on in your Instagram and following the Lust for Life, we'll know the journey that you guys have gone on in terms of like the physical preparation, like the fitness levels that you're at now. Like last time you were in with us, you said that you're possibly in fitter and better shape than you were when we were playing professional rugby. I don't, no doubt about it. It's it's a really, a really kind of a strange type of fitness that you kind of have to build up for it. It's kind of, um, you know, it's. I've done fitness things in the past, but there's this. I don't fit in the kayak, so that's the big problem. So I have to really. <laughs> I had to kind of get my whole lower back thing going right and all my posture and functioning and mobility and all that kind of stuff that I used to hate doing to try and be able to actually sit in that kind of 90 degree angle for like 10 hours. Right. So, yeah, it's, it's been it's been a tough training. I have to say it's one of the toughest things we've done because the other thing you're dealing with in kayaking is weather. Like you've, you've no control over that and oh. we have been served an absolute <laughs> carnage yeah. of a week. So let's talk about this because look, you know, you guys have been out on lakes. You've had rough days on lakes, but you also throughout most of May and most of June, we've had glorious weather, and you've been able to train and on these, you know, glassy flat lakes. But unfortunately, just as you get to the point where you say, "Right, this is the week we're doing it," Mother Nature decides, "Hey, you want some wind and choppy weather? I've got yeah. it all for you." So, what are you facing into? What would be lovely is everyone went back and did their leaving cert again. We'd be grand <laughs> for this week. Because we got the, the Carlo weather are unbelievable. He's been unbelievable, like kind of giving us the kind of the long forecast. Yeah. So we've been kind of relatively positive up until two, three days ago, where he was like, Saturday and Sunday is going to be carnage. He's a 65 kilometer gust. And we were in Lockery on Sunday. And you do not want to be in Lockery in 65 kilometer gusts. It's like the second or third biggest lake in the country. And it is enormous. And we have to go across it. We just know other way because to try and go around the coast, you're adding another 20, 20 odd kilometers. You're kind of kayaking. Right, so, yeah. yeah, it's not what we wanted. But you know what I mean? You can't, you can't allow for it. You got to accept it. You got to go with it. You can't overthink it. And there's a fine line between bravery and stupidity as well. Mm, We're not yeah, you have to be smart. It, you know what I mean? You have to be. And there's six of us. So we have all responsibility for each other here. Like, and um, you know, I know guys have done this challenge before. And it is physically very demanding, but it's, it, it really is the head, it's a head game. It's a mental thing. Yeah. You really have to um, have that side of the thing right. So I, I think I think we're okay. I think we're ready to rock. Well, so the plan then is you're, you're in Dowra today. Where is Dowra? Dowra is a beautiful spot up where we're starting. It's not too far past Leitrim. It's in Cavan, I believe, but right. it's, uh, we're not too far past Leitrim. So we're we're starting here. Any further up, you can't actually kayak on it. Okay. So it's because it's quite shallow. So we've got 10, 10 to 12K, and then we hit Loch Allen. Then we go straight across Loch Allen. 
and then our aim is to get to Carrick and Shannon this evening. So okay. it's about, I don't know, 45 so, kilometres. What, yeah, so I was going to say, what kind of, like, people will, unless they've kayaked before, I certainly don't have a, a, a kind of grip on what a day's kayaking will do. You said kind of 10 to 12 hours a day sitting in a kayak. So is is 45 kilometres kind of a, an acceptable, you know, brezzy challenge uh, level? Of, you don't like, know. The weather, the weather's the big thing here. Like, if you're into the wind the whole way, like, you, you, you're, you're cutting your, so you're going from four kilometers an hour into the wind, into the wet rain to, if you're with the river and you have a bit of flow, you're getting seven or eight kilometers an okay, hour. So, okay. That's kind of where you're at. But like, as I said, genuinely, the six of us are kind of looking at each other going, is this, does this, this, is this the right way to set up the kayak here thing? <laughs> we're, we're learning. It is. It's hilarious, and I think that's part of the the crack of it. Like we're yeah. we're not underestimating. The one thing I'll say, Dave, is that the one thing I've learned on this, and anyone listening to this, like if the water says no, the water says no. You have to respect the water. That's the biggest learning I've had. Is right. that water is just unbelievably, uh, it's the it's the it's the boss. Like so, yeah. That's a lot of what we have to do. We've had a few hairy moments on the water already. And I know our parents and our loved ones and our partners are kind of worried about us, but we're not going to do anything stupid. Like we're, no. we're, we're, we're really keeping our heads together. And okay, so Dara Cavan is where you're going to start. You're going to hit Carrick and Shannon Leitrim, Lanesborough and Longford, Athlone and Westmeath, Banner and Offaly, Kilgarvan Key and Kerry, which is interesting that Kerry crops up that way the river travels, Killaloo and Clare, and then finishing in King John's Castle uh, on the on the 6th of July in Limerick City and you'll have done is it 330 kilometres? It's over three. it depends on as I said as well with the, with the lakes like Loch Derg as well apparently Loch Derg today is absolute it's like a, it's like Hawaii they're right. saying I don't mean it with the weather yeah, I mean yeah, it's 30 foot waves. waves or whatever yeah, so, yeah. Uh, the boys are telling me that in the middle of Loch Derg, you can't actually see the shoreline. I'm like, this is wonderful stuff. I'm <laughs> delighted with this. Um, you know, and yeah, as I said, the, the best part about this, Dave, is the not knowing. I, I love that side of things. I like this letting go of the need to control everything and, and going with it and seeing what happens and being safe. But also, you know, I think the key to, to obstacles like this, what's getting us through is we keep picturing Limerick. We yeah. keep picturing yeah. that moment getting out of the water under King John's Castle on the 6th of July we keep that in the front of our minds and, and that kind of you kind of you kind of see the you, you see the outcome and you work backwards rather than to see all the obstacles that we have to get there so that's kind Smart of way of doing it. now the, of course the, the main outcome here Niall is to raise money for A Lust for Life which is the charity that you co-founded and the schools program in particular and I don't know as a parent I, I just don't think anybody can underestimate the value of the program that you guys are putting together because it's already in over a thousand schools and you want to go into obviously every school and your belief is that early intervention is the key to solving the mental health crisis not the one we have now but the one that we would have in 10 or 15 years or 20 years if we don't do this yeah and like the core belief of my work that I've always had is early prevention, getting in, educating children, helping them develop skills, emotional literacy, emotional intelligence, doing it in a way that works for the teachers as well. The teachers have a lot to carry, guys, and I think sometimes we can oversimplify and reduce this down to let's just get these programs into schools. we got to do it the right way where schools are resourced to do it. And, you know, you, you see kind of politicians talking about putting counsellors and psychologists in schools, which is great in theory, but where are we going to get them? Mm. So we have to start thinking and not just, you know, looking for headlines here. And for me, it's early prevention. And when I sat down with Paula and Colin, who are co-founders, like a couple of years ago, I said, what is it we're trying to achieve here? 
and that's it. That's that's the key is to create a generation and arm them with the tools. And my ultimate goal is to create programs from junior inference all the way up to leaving search. So you have this solution based approach to mental health. And the thing about it is, it's not going to solve all problems. But right now, our crisis model that we use doesn't function. Yeah, and we shouldn't be letting children get there. And the one thing I always say is that, like the UN Convention, you know, on the rights of the child, Article Twenty Four says that every child is is should have absolute access to highest highest attainable physical and mental health. And we're not doing that here, even though we ratified it in 1992. So it's hard to imagine any other area of of, of healthcare for children that would be treated the same way as mental health. And I think, for me, the way to to contribute and to hopefully support it is to create these programs. And as I said, we've reached 60,000 students. We will reach every school in Ireland by 2024. And it's important to point out, Dave, these programs are free. Yeah, no, that is no the key. No here. cost. But that's why the fundraising is so important, because if you don't do things like kayak down the Shannon, you can't provide them for free. No, you can't. And that's just the reality of it. And the thing about it is we did the research base with UCD and DCU. I'm doing my PhD on the program. I believe in early prevention. I, I really do. And the and the, the science and the research and evidence tells us that every single day. So mm. it's hard to believe why we're not focusing more on it. But yeah, this is this is the reason we do these fundraisers, you know. And don't get me wrong, they're a lot of fun. They're a privilege to do. Uh, it's, it's an, it's, it, the other side of this, the kind of secondary team that's kind of cropped up that didn't really, we didn't see it coming was the kind of, trying to create positive male role models for, mm. for young men as well, the kind of, you know, in, in a world that seems slightly absent of them. And um, I think it's important that, you know, there's six lads on a river talking about all our ins and outs and ups and downs of our lives, and everyone's doing this for a reason, and everyone's carrying something into it. So, yeah, that's the secondary team, but it's actually an important team as well. Definitely. Well, look, people will be listening now. They'll want to get involved. They'll want to donate. Uh, lustforlife.com forward slash the rising is where you can get all the info and all the donation stuff. But also Niall's um, social media, so at Brezzy on Instagram and at nbrez on Twitter and all that. You'll find everything you need uh, to donate. My Twitter's gone, Dave. Is I it deleted gone? it. All yeah, right. I'm out. Probably I'm out. smart, probably smart. Yeah, right. there's nothing good in Twitter for me, so I'm, I'm long gone. Thank okay, God. well, track down uh, Brezzy and find the links and donate what you can. And actually, if people do donate, you are giving something away to the end of this, aren't you? Yeah, so if you go on my Go my GoFundMe uh, link, uh, which is on my socials, I'm going to give away the kayak that I do it in, uh, which is a beautiful kayak from Lakeland Kayaks, the Skipjack. It's an absolute belter of a kayak. And, Brilliant. Uh, it'll be emotional giving it away, but I think it's the right thing to do because uh, right. I never want to see a kayak again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, look, make your donations, not just because you can win Brezzy's kayak, but also because you know that what A Lust for Life are doing is absolutely amazing. Now, I wish you the best. I, I know you did mention this to me back when you first got the idea and said, would you have any interest? And I, I quickly <laughs> shot you down. So I'll be cheering you on from the sidelines, but fair play to you and the rest of the lads doing it. Wish you all the best. And uh, I'll be catching up with you during the weekend for sure. But uh, everybody else, go to alustforlife.com forward slash the rising. And if you can meet the lads at all, I can see the crowds gathering down. Oh, there's pictures being sent in, Brez, of the, the people down at Dara to go and cheer you on. So. Yeah, it's great to have. And honestly, that you've no idea how much it lift is first. We're going to need it on the way down. There's going to yeah. be moments where we're going to need lifted. And thanks to you, lads, for supporting us. Uh, wow. Been brilliant. A, a pleasure as always. Okay, Niall, Brezzy, Breslin, best of luck at it all. Stay safe. Kayak, row, paddle, whatever it's called, all the way down. Slug. We'll, slug. We'll talk to you. Slug it, yeah. We'll talk to you when you're in Limerick. Good luck. Dermot and Dave, weekdays from 9 a.m.